You are listening to Faithfully Feminine Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, it girls. And honestly, I never put that in the correct order, but... I hope you all are doing amazing today. I do want to start off by apologizing. I sound very nasally. I'm having an allergic reaction, but come hell or high water, I'm releasing the podcast episode for today, and I'm honestly filming it and releasing it in the same day. So that's why the episode is uploaded later than it is. Hopefully, I will have it out within the next hour or two, but... I do want to apologize about that, and I have a couple of updates, like, oh, yay. So if you are ready not, if you've not already signed up to be a part of the community, go ahead and do so. You you don't want to be caught lagging, okay? Don't be lame. And that is going to be linked in the description of this podcast episode, www.faithfullyfeminine.com. And, you know, I don't ask y'all to do something without giving something. Also, you can download the 20 rules for self-improvement. And these are rules that I follow and that will improve your life, reduce stress, and reduce anxiety. It's totally free. Cost zero dollars, zero cents. And that is also on the website. So click the information in the bio and get your free self-care guide. And sign up to be a part of the community. Outside of that, I don't really have too many updates today. I'm also not doing a video aspect to the podcast yet again. I know I failed y'all again, but I'm literally having an allergic reaction. Like, please extend grace. So for my girlies on YouTube, you are just listening to my audio. And I do apologize, but your girl got to It was either not get an episode or get an episode. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm torn. So without further ado... Is that how is that how it goes? Yeah. Anyway, how to be more confident? Who? Let's go into confidence, and I really do believe that confidence is something that will protect you from predators. Really, it's something that can also help advance your career and radiate through you to advance your position in anything in life. To be honest, outside of just like a nine to five. So whether you're a business girly or an influencer girly or everything in between, and even a parent, a mom, a brother. Not a, well, a, there might be guys that listen to this. <laughs> a brother, a sister. Um, confidence will just when you look at a confident woman, and I want you to take a second to just think about three names of women you know who just exude confidence and this might be verbally this might be physically this might be with just their antics um and just think about how they react how they respond to certain things and how they carry themselves so and I really Having utmost confidence, and I don't want this to be confused with arrogance because that is an entirely different episode for another day, but having confidence is not only something that will make you more polished as a woman, but is also a barrier of protection. So don't forget about that. By definition, I'm going to tell you confidence is one, the state of feeling certain about the truth about something. Or two, feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities and or qualities. And I do think that the definition kind of leaves out 
Webster's definition kind of leaves out like a third property in which I touched on in the last episode because it can be a dangerous game if you are putting your confidence into your abilities and and only your qualities because what happens when you fail which is inevitable and you will because it's life but when you fail at something it can hurt your confidence and when something damages your confidence it can also damage your self-worth and it it kind of well it will also damage your self-worth and depending on how long this goes on right you might have a bigger wound that needs to be healed and we all know bigger cuts take longer to heal right deeper cuts take longer to heal and some cuts need stitches so having confidence pertaining to the first definition which I'll read again is the state of feeling certain about the truth in something is very important before you go into having confidence about your abilities and your qualities. One because of course we're going to pivot to the Bible and to God, but when you have confidence in God, when believers have confidence in God and what he's already done because it is finished and the things that are promised to us here on earth as they are in heaven, You go through life differently knowing that you are covered by God's grace and his love for you and his protection. And because of that, I do think confidence and trust kind of go hand in hand in this nature because it's pretty safe to say if someone lacks confidence in themselves, they also lack trust. And if you lack confidence in God and his abilities and what is already finished and done, you're also going to lack trust in him. And this is kind of the way you can circle the drain and make it never ending. And to overcome these challenges of self-doubt is the first thing I want to discuss because, again, confidence goes hand in hand. So before I give you all actionable tips about confidence, I got to give you all tips in a discussion about self-doubt. So you might not be able to doubt yourself with not belonging, but do not doubt God. And there are times where I've talked about this book that I've read and it's linked literally in my description everywhere. And it's called The Mountain Is You by Brianna West. And this book is like my holy grail. I am reading it for the second time just because it is that good. But basically it talks about how everything in this life is really about mindset, which is true for the most part, right? And outside of your mindset, the issues and the way we self-sabotage ourselves can go very deep and include all types of things. And it helped open up my eyes until realizing that self-sabotage has a lot to do with trust and has a lot to do with confidence. So I do highly encourage you all to read that book because it has a lot of gems in there. Um, And one thing with self-doubt I can say is that you have to challenge negative self-talk with God's promises and affirmations. Whenever you start to feel doubt seep in, know that it's not something that is from the Lord and it's something from the enemy because doubt causes destruction. <laughs> Y'all like how I did that there? Y'all like that? Y'all like that? I had a whole episode on doubt. Anyway, doubt does cause destruction. It causes distraction and all types of other things. But the easiest way to get you off of your beaten path is to really doubt, make a plant a seed of doubt in you. 
Another tip that I do have outside of challenging your negative self-talk and your negative thoughts of doubt when it seeps in with God's promises and affirmations is that you can definitely keep a journal or a jar of positive things that you absolutely love about yourself. And this is whether these are physical things, emotional things, things that you've accomplished. It can be a whole mixture of things, but keep a journal or a jar. And every time you feel doubtful of things, remind yourself of the positive things that you are and the positive things that you, how you became. Okay. And pull one of those sticks out and You can also do this for a gratitude jar, but I really do love the overcoming negative self-talk and doubt jar. And then the third thing is to seek support from therapy or self-help books and mentors and or people. And one thing I do feel like reading is our way, not only that can like expand our vocabulary and just our information as a whole. It's like the saying is, If you don't want someone to know something, put it in a book, right? And especially when we talk about certain demographics and races of people, I really do feel like reading is kind of a lost art in some of our generations. And so I do want to challenge you to maybe set a record or a goal of how many books a month or a year that you want to read and hit that. And then you can separate that into different topics and conversations outside of that but my recommendation of that one is the mountain of you and of course I'm a huge advocate for therapy but financially I know it's not feasible for everyone so free things like this podcast and like joining my community (laughs) ebooks and other people can provide a lot of wisdom in certain areas of your life so don't discredit that if you're listening to this and you're like well I don't have the capital right now for therapy. You have the fingertips at your hands when you have the internet. Remember, you have all that you need to accomplish what you need to accomplish in life. And although you don't have maybe funds right now, you do have podcasts, you do have friends, you do have parents or whatever else at your expense. And the next thing I want to talk about is the idea that comparison is really the thief of joy. And I'm pretty sure we've all heard this in some type of fashion or form, but it really is, child. It really is. And I mean, I'm talking about like subconsciously, consciously comparing yourself. And it's so easy to write off like, I don't compare myself to others because I'm that girl. I'm an it girl. I'm that B. You know how the girls be on on the social media child. But it is human nature to compare yourself to other people. It's very easy to do. And you can also do it without realizing that you're doing it. And in this new media age, you have the ability to look at other people's lives online literally 24-7. And we know that people may not present themselves or for the most part, not presenting every second of their life online. Some people share way more than others, especially when it comes to podcasts or You know, some hosts, they give information. They don't share with you their life lessons. Some hosts, like me, don't mind sharing a lot of the things that I've been through. 
And so you have this never ending information of the people that you follow or the people that you are friends with and you get to see them post about their lives. And although we know that there's 24 hours in a day and a 10 second to 15 second TikTok clip, IG real girl, whatever, it's a YouTube short, it's not showing their life. But when you're over consuming good content about someone's life, it can make you feel a way. And I've talked about this a little bit when I said I had to take a break from watching one of my favorite influencers, and that's Aaliyah's face. I found myself over consuming her content. I've been a subscriber of Aaliyah's face on YouTube for like since she was fighting in the street at FAMU. Like it's yeah, like I really did when she did that video about rags to riches, like I really did see her grow to this part, but to this amazing influencer. But it got to the point where her content was starting to be out of touch with my reality. And it I was watching her weekly buy a Bentley, a Chanel bag, some Fendi shoes, come back home, cook a HelloFresh, tell us that Theo has to go to the vet, and then her do it all over again. And it and it's not her fault, and I'm not saying that to downplay any um, YouTuber. Same thing what happened with me and Jackie Ina. It's just the over of consumption of things that may not relate to you can also help you with your goals. But when you overconsume things like that, it can make you realize, well, damn, I wish I can ride around every day buy a Chanel bag and right we we see we don't see the grind of how long it takes for Aaliyah's face or Jackie Ina to edit a video or to get the right shots and although I've been subscribed to them for years I've seen the growth I know what goes into that because I am a content creator but for some reason my mind at some point you know does not think like that in that moment And it's human nature to feel a type of way um, when you are consuming this. And someone like my parents or someone like, you know, people who grew up in the non-digital age, they got this, but not to the extent of us getting it. If it wasn't paparazzi or on page six, they weren't over consuming information online. Literally, some people scroll on TikTok right before they go to bed with no wind down, with no disconnection, just consuming content, 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 and then go to bed, wake up, look at TikTok, look at their phone. Our parents didn't get to do that. They didn't have that. Or some of our older sisters, some of our aunties, they didn't have that. Information was not readily available about someone else's life. And at the same time, really, if we really want to get into it, um, like, Paris Hilton, for instance, or Kim Kardashian, they didn't get to choose what they got to post. The paparazzi got them all looking all types of mess. So it wasn't like a inside my life or inside my house. We didn't really get to see people's lives until like MTV Cribs came out. And even that was staged and fake. So just know that we are in now in a new technological world that comes with pros and cons and it will also affect your confidence in yourself when you are over consuming things that do not relate to you or do not stimulate your mind and help you grow in some fashion or form so let's talk about that and just be very careful um what we're seeing is not always reality 
And for an example, outside of that, be even in real life, one day I had told my therapist I went to a birthday party and I was like, yeah, my, my therapist was like, how was it? You know, you've been looking forward to this party. Like I got a dress from Revolve for this party. I was super excited. And to me, I was like, yeah, it was beautiful. Like we took pictures. I had a lot of fun, but everyone was in a relationship. And she looked at me and she said, everyone? And I was like, yeah, everyone's in a relationship, not even realizing that she's challenging me in this thought pattern, right? And she said, Imani, was everyone in a relationship? Or did you just perceive that because you saw a couple of people in a relationship? But was every every person at the party in attendance in a relationship? And I said, well, I mean, no. <laughs> no, girl, what you trying to say? But again... My perception was my reality. I saw a couple people in a relationship and I really wanted to be in a relationship. So to me, it was like, oh my gosh, everyone's in a relationship, not realizing that there are other people where I am or even people who just got out of a breakup or people who might be divorced. There are people in my same position and I'm discrediting them because of something that I do not have that I aspire to have. And so, yes, your perception is your reality, but sometimes you have to challenge that perception and those thought patterns and focus on self-improvement and celebrate the small victories. That's literally one of my favorite. I'm pretty sure I said this in almost every podcast episode about celebrating the small victories because I do feel like people do not celebrate themselves enough. And on the topic of confidence, if you want to become a confident person, you have to celebrate yourself in even the smallest moments. If you want to, like me, I love sugar. I love high fructose corn syrup, okay? I mean, the, the, the horrible thing. And I want to get to the point where I wasn't having dessert multiple times a day. Now, to somebody that might sound crazy, I was like, okay, I had dessert seven times this week, once a day. And they look at me like, girl, that is horrible. But to me, that is a huge thing to celebrate because typically I'm having dessert twice a day. So I'm going to celebrate the fact that I had dessert once a day for seven days. And then next week, I'm going to celebrate the fact that I had dessert five days a week. And then so on and so forth. But do not forget to celebrate even the smallest victories and also limit yourself when you are triggered and realize and read yourself when you are triggered. Because some people be triggered, they don't even know that they're even triggered for what, <laughs> for real. <laughs> And the last thing that I want to touch on before I get into these tips are is imposter syndrome. And this one is really big with the book recommendation that I had told you are. Honestly, I think I can do a whole episode on imposter syndrome, but for time's sake, we're just going to touch on it a little bit today. I really want you all to know that you deserve everything and all that God has promised you, and you deserve everything and all that God has coming your way. This is common in women, period, but especially those in marginalized groups and not believing themselves or feeling like they don't deserve in a, in a way to be where they are, whether that shows up as, okay, I have the most money in my family, 
only and I have to overextend myself to take care of everyone because the burden falls on me and this, that, and the other. I see this a lot in black women. And for an example, I do like Candy Burris. She is the prime example of this Candy Burris of Housewives of Atlanta. And you see this happening in this unraveling to where it's like, it's never enough. It will never be enough when you aren't content and you have to have confidence in yourself to thrive in the spaces that God is going to place you in because if you don't well one he can always turn it around but you're going to start resenting others and you can also start this I want to say this process of self-sabotage if you're feeling like you don't deserve the things or the places that you are at or you're going to go. Another example of that can be a good, healthy relationship. You can be so used to toxicity within the family, within friendships, within ex-boyfriends or ex-girlfriends or whatever, to where when you finally meet that person that exudes, you know, almost everything that you could hope for, because yeah, nobody's perfect, but when you finally meet that person that does right by you, you feel like something has to be wrong. Either something has to be wrong with them, either you want to sabotage the relationship and see if this person is still there that is a prime example or even oversharing because you want to make sure that hey if this person is right I want to make sure he knows all of this up front before I don't know he walks out on me because I don't deserve this love so this can manifest in so many different ways I have so many different examples <laughs> um, but it really does allude back to also having confidence in yourself First tip I want to talk about that I touched on earlier is the positive self-talk slash challenging your negative self-talk. And I gave a couple of tips in doing that, but pay attention to your inner dialogue and replace self-criticism with positive affirmations. You can do the affirmation jar, you can journal and reframe these negative thoughts and be more constructive and affirming. The second one I want to say is to set realistic goals and celebrate the small victories. This is like a two for one special, but establish achievable achievable goals, small goals that gradually build your confidence. And as you achieve these goals, you gain a sense of accomplishment and accomplishment is like a huge thing. So make sure you're setting realistic, achievable goals. The third one is knowledge and skill building. And so I want you to invest in your education and skill development, whatever that is. It can be career-wise, it can just be financial-wise, it can be self-help-wise, it can also be within a hobby. It doesn't have to be something that makes money. So as you achieve these goals, you'll gain a sense of accomplishment and you'll also become more skilled in a particular area. And the more confident you will be in that area when you feel more skilled. And the fourth is body language. There's a lot to improve on with this. I have a whole TikTok talking about this and it talks about on my TikTok, I talked about like maintaining good posture when you are arriving in a room. Hold, not, not my dog is chewing on his harness, child. Hold on. I don't even know how he got to that, but we're going to talk about animals in the next episode. Well, next two episodes. Um, yeah. So posture. You want to make sure that when you are coming into a room, when you're arriving, when you're leaving, when you're there, that you want to have good posture. People who are confident always have good posture. 
Other than that, whenever you are having a conversation with someone, always look them in the eye. I see this thing that women do. They look down. Oh my goodness. You know who did this? I used to scream at the TV screen. Charity from The Bachelorette. The Last Bachelorette. All she used to do was look down whenever a man was talking to her. And this right here is what I hinted and talked about protection earlier in the episode. You want to make sure, because some men love that. They see that you have bad posture. They see that you can't look them in the eye when you're when they're talking to you. And they know that they can dominate over you. They know that they can possibly manipulate you. So you want to make sure that you're looking at people in the eye when you're talking to them. And it's also a sign of respect, especially if you are talking to someone who is your elder Growing up, my parents used to get so mad if they were talking to me and I was not looking them in the eye. And I'm from the South child, so it's really um, a way of disrespect if you're not doing that. So yes, it is a, a really good thing too if you have the capital to invest in etiquette classes. And shameless plug, we might have something coming up soon with that. So just wait about it. Just not just wait about it. Just, just wait for us. After that... My therapist has talked about visualization. And so sometimes it's good to like mentally rehearse successful outcomes in your mind. And this will help build confidence and reduce anxiety when you're faced with a challenging situation. So if you have like a presentation or anything coming up or a project, just visualize you doing a really good job of receiving good praise. And that way it can help manage your um, your stress. And the next thing, confident people have really good public speaking skills. So practice your public speaking whenever you can. You can enroll in something like Toastmasters. Also check out your local library like y'all. When I say there are so many resources here out in the streets that you don't even have to spend money on, you just have to be diligent enough. You can check out your local library and see if they're having any classes any type of classes. I used to go to Money Matters at the library when I was in college. So some libraries do have public speaking courses that you can do to make sure that you feel more comfortable whenever in your life that you have to speak publicly, right? And another thing is like one of the most feminine things that you can do is learn how to accept compliments. When someone compliments you, accept it gracefully and believe it and avoid downplaying or dismissing anyone's compliments or yourself. If someone says that they like your hair, you say, oh, thank you. Not, oh, really? This? I don't even look good today, but thanks. Don't ever dismiss yourself. Learn to receive compliments. After that, Learn from failure. I don't even know what number I'm on, but there's so many I have written down. Learn from your failure. Learn from your past mistakes. I've talked about this in a previous episode and it's pretty straightforward. And also the next two ones, take care of your physical health. If you do not feel comfortable in the clothes that you're wearing, we're going to get into fashion in a bit, but take care of your physical health because when you look good, you feel good and investing in your temple will not only help you live longer, but it'll also make you feel better. Not saying that you have to be a certain size, but just make sure you are getting up and moving your body the best you can. And I'm not sounding like an ableist. Even if you are um, in a chair, you can still move your body. You can still do like physical things as far as like working other parts of your body out. And 
thank God for the ability to do anything when it comes to any type of movement because we are blessed. Everyone is blessed in that way. Um, Outside of that, self-care and prioritizing self-care activities can help you relax, recharge, such as meditating on the word, reading the Bible, and having hobbies that you enjoy. I've shared feminine hobbies that you can look into on my Instagram. So head over to there. I just, I have so much information everywhere, y'all. Um, and learn from your role models. Now, at the beginning of this podcast episode, we had a little exercise. I wanted you to think of three confident women. You can take some things from them. You might not know them personally, but learn from them. Look how they act. Look at the type of posture they have. Look at the type of public speaking skills that they have or what they may do for a hobby and maybe find your own hobby. But as far as that, confident people, and I want you to look the part too, And the next episode, we're going to talk about wardrobe essentials for the fall. But look the part. Confident people always feel comfortable with not only just being themselves, but comfortable in what they're wearing. We all know that one girly that goes somewhere and she decided to wear something just because it's, I don't know, in style and she don't feel comfortable. And now she upset because it's like, oh my gosh, my outfit or people are looking at me. And you can always tell when somebody's uncomfortable with the things that they are wearing. So make sure your clothes are fitting properly, like they are the correct size not too big not too small don't try to be a a baddie fashion over girly if you're not a baddie fashion over girly or don't try to like oh I'm gonna switch it up and be in my what's it called my Nicole Richie era because I don't want to show skin because I'm trying to be more modest because I'm God's favorite so let me wear skirts to my ankles and then be upset because I feel uncomfortable Just practice mindfulness when picking out the things that you want to wear and make sure that they're appropriate for the events that you're going to. And with that, please, please, please visit the website, y'all. I worked so hard on the website. I literally built it myself. Okay, so please, like, if you just click on the website and look at it every day, I'm (laughs) look at the website, share this with a girly that would be interested in this, and off to building more confidence, y'all. I'll see y'all and I'll talk to y'all in the next video and podcast.